Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's certainly get it started in here. There is a lot going on, not only here in the state of Michigan, and I've got a couple interesting interviews I think you guys will be very... Uh, well, I guess I, I used the word already, interested in, in listening to, and we'll get to that real quickly. And then the complete collapse of what's going on in Russia, just as I predicted yesterday, nothing will stop this guy. He has in his mind, this guy being Putin, that uh, he wants to reunite Russia, and it doesn't matter who tries to stop him. In fact, uh, it was a little sad. Biden said the world will hold Putin accountable for his unprovoked and unjustified attack on Ukraine, end quote. Well, that really scared him. So he just decided to start bombing cities and demanding that Kiev, the capital of Russia, actually give up, surrender, or they'll bomb them too. This is uh, scary times, guys, but let's get into Michigan news and then we'll move on to that eventually. What kind of Michigan news? Well, yesterday I spent some of my afternoon and evening writing a piece. And the piece came after I read an, a report, a, an article, I should say, with Governor Whitmer saying that repealing the pension tax is about fairness for retirees and seniors. Okay. I said, fine. So in my piece, I titled it this. In the name of fairness, quote unquote, if pensions should not be taxed in Michigan, should 401ks also not be taxed? Now, first, ladies and gentlemen, a little bit of information. Oh, let me tell you of the interviews. This sets up the first interview at 9.45 today, right from his meeting, talking about a tax plan, will be, let me make sure I get his title right, House Tax Policy Committee Chairman Matt Hall. Now, Matt has not been on the show in a long time. And last night, he called me to inform me of what the House is going to be discussing today his committee, the House Tax Policy Committee, which is their plan for Michigan moving forward in taxing. He asked if he could come on air and speak with you guys. And I said, sure, come on. He'll be coming on at 945, God willing, depending if that meeting, his House Tax Policy Committee uh, meeting, where they're unveiling this plan to the world is... It ends in time. And then at the top of the 11 o'clock hour, many of you may know I've interviewed David Delaney. He's an attorney for a bunch of parents. Kalamazoo, I know, uh, was it Penfield? It or maybe Plainwell? Plainwell? Comstock. These parents were suing the schools or the school boards because of what they felt were unconstitutional or illegal uh, mandates that they were making when it came to mask wearing. Well, 
A case was decided, that being Comstock Public Schools, yesterday. David's going to come on air and talk about that today at the top of the 11 o'clock hour. So that's our interview schedule today, 945. Hopefully, will be the House Tax Policy Committee Chairperson, Matt Hall, Representative Matt Hall from Marshall. And then at 11 o'clock or 11.06, first segment of the 11 o'clock hour, will be David Delaney, attorney for, in this case that we're going to talk about, the Comstock parents and what very significantly happened yesterday. So stay tuned for that. If you can't, for some reason, be around to hear it, they will be part of the podcast. Remember, about an hour or so after the show ends, I have the podcast of my show broken into three hours each day. I give, or someone gives a little bit of a highlight of what I talked about that hour. It's not the only thing I talked about that hour, but just a highlight. You can go and hear both my interviews today via podcast. How do you catch the podcast? Well, our tool is called Radio On Demand. So you go to my flagship station's web page, wbckfm.com. Upper left-hand corner, quick links. You'll see Radio On Demand. Click on that, and you're there. You're in like Flynn. Now, back to what I was talking about, this piece that I thought about yesterday, started writing in the afternoon, finished in the evening. In the name of fairness, if pensions should not be taxed in Michigan, should 401ks also not be taxed? And I also mean 401, 403Bs, IRAs, the whole thing. Now, again, to set it up, I I wrote that title and talked about fairness because it was Governor Whitmer who says repealing the pension tax is about fairness for retirees and seniors. She's not telling you the whole truth there. So first, a little information on pensions and taxes, taxes or taxation in Michigan. Before the House Bill 4361 was passed in 2011 and signed by Governor Schneider, all, you hear that? All public pensions in Michigan were untaxed, but private pensions could be taxed. And the best of my knowledge, I thought it was lower, but they said private pension income up to 90240 which is a lot, was exempt from Michigan state income tax. Now, House Bill 4361 did set up the following brackets. Now, what I mean by that is when the bill, House Bill 4361, was passed, and then signed into law by Governor Schneider at the time. Starting on January 1st, 2012, people born before 1946 were still fully exempted from paying any state income tax. For people born between 46 and 52, tax-free exemptions were reduced. So you didn't pay tax on all your pension, but some of it. People born after 1952 Pensions were subject to full taxation as income. That is what is currently in place and has been in place since January 1st, 2012. Now, the question when it comes to taxation is always who should have skin in the game when it comes to financing our state and who should not? Well, as you know, prior to January 1st, 2012, all public pensions had no skin in the game and they did not fund anything going on in our government. And private pensions were exempted up to a certain dollar amount. And then you know that all changed. And many people were not happy about that. 
So now Governor Whitmer wants to go back to the days of Michiganders with pensions, no longer having to pay taxes on those funds to the state government. But again, not all pensions. All public pensions, but not all private pensions. Now, according to the governor's office, her plan would save approximately a half a million households an estimated $1,000 each year. Now, there are talks about not only exempting public pensions, but also, quote, restore deductions for private retirement income, including private sector pensions, withdrawals from individual IRAs, and portions of a 401k account that is subject to an employer match, end quote. Only portions that is subject to an employer match. Now, that's the interesting part. They say for sure all public pensions will be non-exempt. There's talks about this other stuff that we'll get into. Governor Whitmer said, quote, this budget is a reflection of addressing the wrong that was done 10 years ago, end quote. So that proposed plan from the governor's office would phase in the reduction of taxes paid on pensions here in the state of Michigan. In the first year, taxable income on pensions would be reduced by 25%. And then eventually reaching 100% exemption by 2025. So she's not asking for it immediately. It wouldn't fully kick in until 2025. Now, Governor Whitmer tells us her plan to repeal Michigan's pension tax is about fairness for retirees and seniors. Now, I can accept it, Governor Whitmer, and believe that you truly believe it, that it is about fairness for retirees and seniors, except you have one huge problem with your statement, and that is you believe it is about fairness for retirees and seniors, but not for all retirees and seniors. You're not calling for 100% exemption from Michigan income tax on all retirement accounts, such as 401ks, 403bs, and IRAs. Why would only Michiganders who have pensions as a retirement account not have to pay income tax, yet the vast majority of us who do not have a public or private pension not be given that same gift? Does that not sound fair to me? I mean, that does sound fair to me. Does it to you? This is a piece I wrote. You can go check it out. All the numbers and links are there. 269-441-9595 if you have a thought about what we're talking about today. Lines are opening. You're listening to me, Rank, on the Live with Rank Show. And we'll be right back. You're listening to the Live with the Rank Show. Appreciate that. I was telling you about this piece, and it was interesting how it went down yesterday when I first read this article in which Whitmer was saying it's all about fairness for seniors and retirees here in the state of Michigan, and she wanted to repeal the tax on pensions. All right, I can accept that. I can maybe believe that you really mean it and believe it, except the big problem is it's not all retirement income. It's just some retirement income. There's all kinds of holes all over the place. Now, public pensions, it's all. Private pensions, they want to talk about it. They believe it'll be some and they want to talk about it. The other vehicles, maybe they'll talk about it. And my simple question is, if you're for fairness to retirees and seniors, it should be everybody. So all retirement vehicles, 401ks, 403Bs, IRAs, 
as well as pensions, should be treated the same. Why should they be treated differently? The only reason they're treating, or the only difference, I would say, between a 401k or 403b and an IRA and public and private pensions is where the money's coming from. Public and private in, uh, in, in pensions, I should say, are coming from, well, public pensions are coming from you, the taxpayer, who has to pay taxes on their retirement income. Private pensions are coming from the employers to the workers. 401ks, 403bs, and IRAs are coming from you. You're the funding stream. Now, some people are lucky and their companies will match up to a certain point, a certain percentage point. Even here in the state of Michigan, I think they're back to 401ks, but they get like 8% or something like that, if I remember correctly, matched. But most of it is your money. That's the only difference. So as I wrote in my piece, Governor Whitmer, if you're for pensioners not having to pay Michigan income tax, I would think in the name and spirit of fairness, you must also advocate for all Michiganders, including those who have funded their own pensions in the form of 401ks or IRAs or what have you, not having to pay Michigan tax income tax either. So I asked the question, would you agree, Governor Whitmer? Anyone who believes pensions should not be taxed, would you also agree? To all elected Democrats in the state of Michigan, would you agree? You see, when you use the word quote-unquote fairness, you cannot say one person gets the tax break and the other does not simply because of where the retirement income came from. One retirement vehicles is paid by the taxpayer or the employer. The other is mostly funded by the employee. Now, I did get a laugh in reading her uh, the article. In that article that got me rolling down this path, Governor Whitmer said, quote, we have to be thoughtful and conservative when it comes to spending taxpayer dollars, end quote. Oh, I'm sorry. I should have told you guys. If you're driving, keep your hands on the wheel. If you have any hot beverages in your hand, hold that. Because you may have just busted out laughing. I hope you didn't spit your coffee or your tea or your water or your pop or whatever all over someone else or your windshield. When Governor Whitmer literally said, quote, we have to be thoughtful and conservative when it comes to spending taxpayer dollars. End quote. Here's my question I would have asked her. Governor Whitmer, not to be crude, I, I please don't take it this way, but when you said that line and used the word conservative, did you throw up a little bit in your mouth? Just just the thought. And as I said, sure you do. Is that what you and your colleagues call increasing your spending by 7.2% for this fiscal year? Now, shortly after I wrote that piece, and I was literally getting it, it's a lot more that we have to do here. Unfortunately, we don't have someone who does it for us. To publish it. There's a lot of work in getting it out there. It's not just writing the piece. There's 18 million things you got to do to publish it on our websites. And I was literally doing that. And then I got a phone call. And I ended up speaking with Matt Hall. State Rep. Paul called me. He was the one who called. Well, one of the people who called. 
And he told me about their plan. And he asked to come on air. So I broke that news this morning. I published it. That's why you guys should check out my, at least the uh, general area under Meet the Host rank. You'll always see my pieces there on the websites of the stations you're listening to me on. So I wrote this piece, published it eh, probably an hour, hour and 15 minutes ago. Breaking news. Michigan House will reveal their tax plan for the state of Michigan. So let's look at the three tax plans real quickly. And this is all being set up for my interview with State Rep. Hall in uh, two more segments. So when Governor Whitmer revealed her tax plan for Michigan in her State of the State address, her plan consisted of rolling back the taxes on all public pensions and some private pensions and increasing the earned income tax credit 333% to its 2003 level of 20%. Currently, it's at 6%. And that's a refundable tax credit given to people depending on how much income. So there's limits, brackets. And if you fall into that, you end up actually making welfare. It's It's a welfare system because you'll get money paid back to you up and above what you paid in many times For those of us who don't get this, you only, let's say you put in all your exceptions or or what have you when you're doing your taxes or someone else's, and you're supposed to get $1,000 back, but you only owed 500, you only get 500 back. You don't get what's called a refundable tax credit of an additional $500. But in this case, EITC, earned income tax credit, you do. Anything you get above, up and above, what you paid is welfare. So she wants to increase that number. I have a link on the words in earned income tax credit in my piece that I published about 8.15 this morning. Well, actually 8.22 to, to be exact. Which if you click on it, you learn exactly what that is, limits and what have you. So that was her plan. Cut back all taxes on all pension, public pensions, and some private pensions. Well, talk about private pensions and talk about some of the other vehicles. And then increasing the earned income tax credit from 6% to 20%, which is 333%. Now, Michigan Republican-controlled Senate then came out with their own tax plan. And that plan consisted of reducing Michigan's individual income tax rate from 4.25% to 3.9%, reducing the corporate income tax rate from 6% to 3.9%, and allowing people age 67 and older to receive a deduction against $30,000 in income on a single income tax return and $60,000 on a joint. Now, if these numbers are blowing by you, just go to wbckfm.com and eventually WKMI.com. The piece is there. All the numbers are there. Now, this rolling back, many of you know, of our taxes from 4.25% state income tax to 3.9 was supposed to happen back in 2015. And I wrote about that in the piece that is uh, that I'm talking about. Many of you already know 
that that's supposed to be given back to us by 2015, but Governor Snyder and both the Republicans and the Democrats back in 2011 said they're not going to do it anymore. Although it was written to the law that they had to do it. Makes a long story short, just check it out. Now, here's the interesting part. Last night I spoke with House Tax Policy, as you know, Committee Chairman Matt Hall, and asked him, would they agree with Michigan Senate and vote on their bill or create their own? And as I told you, they created their own. What is that? I'll tell you about it coming up right after this. You're listening to The Live with Rank Show. You're listening to Live with Rank. Appreciate that and explaining, well, what should be very important to you because it affects many of you, many of us here in the state of Michigan. And it seems to be the battle royale right now between the Senate and the governor. And now the House has weighed in. And I gave you the numbers in that piece I posted this morning. I don't think it's going public until after or maybe today or right now it has gone because it's been reported in that committee hearing meeting. I gave you what the governor wants to do. She wants to roll back taxes on all pension plans and plans and some private plans. She'll talk about it. They'll talk about maybe some other vehicles and increase the earned income tax credit 333% from 6 to 20%. That is for people who are working uh, but not making X, Y, or Z, depending on how many dependents you have, you'll get a refundable tax credit. What that means is we, the taxpayers of Michigan, will pay you even if you didn't pay taxes or didn't pay as much. So if your refundable tax credit is 2000 and you paid 800 in taxes, we cut you a check for 1200 If you don't qualify for that EITC, you're supposed to get $2,000 back, let's say, and you only paid $800. You won't pay the $800, but you don't get the welfare of the $1,200. That's the governor's plan. Michigan Republican Senate wants to reduce the Michigan individual tax rate from 4.25% to 3.9%, as was promised to us back in 2007 by Governor Granholm and the Democrats and Republicans back then. Please let us raise the state income tax from 39 to 4.25% because there is absolutely nothing in this budget to cut, is what they said. Our budget is so lean back then, there was nowhere to cut it. Please, please, and they did. And they said, we promise you, in fact, we're going to write it in the law. And they did write in the law that starting in 2011, they will reduce that increase by a tenth of a point until we get to 15, which will drop back down to 3.9%. One time in 2011, they did it. They dropped it from 4.35 to 4.25. Then Governor Snyder laughed at all you guys and said, we're not going to do that again. And even though it was written to the law, it doesn't matter because one legislature can't hold another legislature or something in the future. So that's why the Republicans are finally saying maybe it's time that we stand up to the promise that our previous politicians gave. They also want to reduce the corporate income tax from 6 to 3.9% and allow people age 67 and older to receive a deduction against $30,000 in all income for single and 60 for a joint return. Here's the House plan. They want to reduce Michigan's individual income tax rate 
from 4.25% to 3.9%, just like the state. Now, Governor Whitmer said that's a no-starter. We don't want to give people back their money because how am I going to spend it in the future if we give it back to them? And they want to lower the age from 67 to 62 to receive a a deduction against 20,000 in retirement income. So pensions, 401ks, 403bs, IRAs on a single income tax return and 40,000 on a joint tax return. So I was like, I kind of chuckled to myself. And he said, that is exactly what I just got done writing, set it up for publishing, and I'm going to publish it in the morning. Exactly that. All retirement income should be treated fairly. That's fairness. I don't know how Governor Whitmer can say it's only fair if we give those guys no tax to pay, no skin in the game. They don't have to worry about funding They don't have, I'm sorry about that, guys. I just heard things go dead. I don't know if it was me or uh, something. They don't have, right when I was rocking and rolling, wasn't it? They don't have to worry ab- about uh, paying taxes. They don't have to worry about actually funding this state, but you guys do. This takes care of that. Not only does it lower the age, and that's different than the Senate from 67 to 62, but it gives you 20 thousand dollars exemption in your retirement income single 40 for joint and another additional 20,000 in just general income non-retirement income and 40,000 for a joint so that's the new plan that came out and I like that plan and if all things go as planned we will be speaking to the House Chair on Tax Policy. Oh, uh, you know, let me make sure I get it right. God forbid that I get that wrong, huh? House Tax Policy Committee Chairman Matt Hall in just a few minutes after this break. 269-441-9595 if you have a thought about what we're talking about. I know we're going into an interview. Again, God willing. Uh, but certainly we'll take your calls coming up after that, this affects everybody, or most people, I should say, here in the state of Michigan. So people with public pension plans, people with private pension plans, and people with our own pension-type plans. That could be annuity. That could be a uh, 401k, as I said, a 403b what have you, anything in which you are putting money into and you will, let's say, you have to take a a penalty to get it out. It just can't be, you can't sit there and say, hey, that's my savings over there. I'm putting it into my checking or my savings account or this or that. It has to be a retirement vehicle. I'm being told uh, now via email that they're apparently uh, maybe a couple minutes late. So we will uh, we'll get to State Rep Hall uh, when we can. I'm just told that the State Attacks and Appropriation Committee just wrapped up and uh, he'll be able to come on air and maybe talk a little bit more in depth about it or at least the reasoning of why 
the House went that way. And then from you guys, what do you like? Do you like Governor Whitmer's plan? And again, you can go to WBCKFM.com to check out all three of these plans. I have it in my piece called In the Name of Fairness, if pensions should not be taxed in Michigan, should 401ks also not be taxed? So now we have Governor Whitmer's plan I've given you several times, the Senate, Republican Senate plan, and the Republican House plan. And I say Republican Senate and House because they are the people who are in control right now. 269-441-9595. You listen alive with Rank? And in a few minutes, hopefully, we'll be listening to State Rep Matt Hall and getting the details or at least the reasoning behind their plan. Now what happens, though, is the Senate would have to agree to the House or go into some negotiation to change it. Then they both agree, and then it goes to the governor's the governor's desk for signature. It sounds like she would just veto it. So if there's not enough Democrats to climb on board of this, we'll see what happens then. It would just get vetoed. But she would have to veto it and tell pensioners that, well, because they want to reduce the taxes in fairness to everybody, I don't, I can't reduce the taxes to you. Apparently, that's what she would have to say if she vetoed it. So we'll have to see if she'll veto it or not. You listen to Live with Rank. We'll be right back after this, hopefully with State Representative Matt Hall. You're listening to Live with Rank and unfortunately not State Representative Matt Hall. I don't know when he'll be calling in. It's uh, unfortunate. (laughs) But hopefully he'll be able to get back to us to find out more about this idea. I want to ask you guys. Now, I know there's a... That whole issue with Russia, and there's a lot to that, guys. It is scary what's happening out there. Our markets are tanking. Our gas is probably going to go skyrocketing on this. That's certainly something that is, uh, you, you can't just ignore any longer. I'm worried on what our politicians will do. Some, some, And it's interesting how things flipped people on the right like eh, no i don't think we, they're not part of nato what is our interest there people on the left are now the warmongers they want to go to war many of them not all as of a, what two days ago biden said he's not sending troops so hopefully we uh, he continues that way but when it comes to these tax plans what are your thoughts I gave you Governor Whitmer's. I gave you the Michigan's Republican-controlled Senate plan. And I gave you the House plan that they discussed this morning on their, or in that meeting that apparently went long. So uh, State Rep. Hall couldn't call in as of yet. 269 269- Four four one nine five nine five. Oh, I was just told. That's good. I see him up there. He has called in. So that's good news. So hold off your phone calls if you have any on this issue. And right now, it's been a while. 
but it happened. We'll speak with House Tax Policy Committee Chairman Matt Hall from Marshall, Michigan, a Republican. Good morning, uh, Rep. Hall. Appreciate you calling in. I heard your meeting went a little late, and you may be able to spend a little bit more time in the next segment, uh, if possible. I kind of set every. I didn't kind of. I set everybody up with a piece I published this morning. Informed them all. It was interesting how uh, I was and I and you guys in the House on the Republican side were thinking the same way about what true fairness is. Governor Whitmer believes fairness is giving some people a tax break and other people not a tax break. But in fairness, it should be all of us who have the same uh, desires on retirement income in this case. Let's put it that way. I let them know what the governor's plan is. Uh, that being the rolling back taxes on all public pensions and some private pensions. They'll talk about it. There's some talk maybe of some other 401ks and that, but just talk. And increasing the earned income tax credit 333% from 6 to 20%. I told them about the Senate plan, which is reducing Michigan's individual income tax rate from 4.25 to 3.9, reducing the corporate income tax rate from 6 to 3.9, and allowing people age 67 or older to receive a deduction against 30000 in income on a single and 60 in a joint. And then you guys, what you talked about this morning, reducing Michigan's individual income tax rate from 4.25 to 3.9 and lowering the age from 67 to 62 to receive a deduction against 20,000 in retirement income for a single, 40 for a joint, and then an additional 20 and 40 for earned income after that. Uh, all correct? That's correct, Rank, and it's great to be back. I I've heard so many people come to me and tell me they heard me on your show and it's more than any other media I do. So I appreciate you having me on and I wanted to make sure I spoke to you immediately after we left committee and your listeners, we just got done with committee and uh, what we did today in the house tax policy committee is we voted to send this tax cut bill to the house floor. I'm hopeful we'll act on it very soon. And uh, you're, you're right on, um, you know, Governor Whitmer's proposals benefit her political allies, whether they're union members or uh, people with public pensions or whether they're, you know, in some cases, people who don't work that want to get a check back from the government. Our plan addresses all Michiganders, everyone, uh, no matter, you know, uh, has been suffering because of the inflation caused by Governor Whitmer's policies and President Biden's policies. And that's why, rather than some complicated scheme that helps just a certain few, we propose across-the-board tax cut for all Michigan families by cutting the income tax back to um, 3.9, which honors a commitment that was made years ago when Governor Granholm raised the income tax to 4.25. They said, oh, don't worry. We're going to cut it back to 3.9 as soon as our fiscal problems are over. Well, now we're sitting on more money than we've ever had in state government. And um, I'm sitting in committee, and these people are trying to say we don't have the money to make cuts. No one believes that. No one believes. When I started three years ago, the state budget was $57 billion. This year, Governor Whitmer proposed $74 billion. You've covered that extensively, Rank. Mm-hmm. No one believes that we don't have the $1.7 billion to lower the income tax and to cut taxes for all seniors, 62 and older, across the board, so that if you have retirement income, you'll have your first 40000 if you file single, 
or 80000 if you file joint, tax-free. That's real tax relief for all Michigan families and seniors, and that's what I hear around Calhoun and Kalamazoo counties that people want to see. I, I completely agree, and I was telling them it was so interesting that I had just finished publishing a piece while getting it all set for publication, arguing the same point about fairness, and I could be on that I could agree with Governor Whitmer on being fair to retirees and seniors, but fairness in her mind is just to, as we pointed out, a few groups, a few special groups that she wants to help, not to everyone. And I would just like someone to explain what's the difference. Those who believe that we should only give uh, this, this, uh, give the people have, what's the word I want to use? The skin in the game. You don't have to have any skin in the game if you have a public pension. And uh, maybe some skin in the game and some not with a private pension. And then everybody else has to have skin in the game. It's just that's not fairness. And it's interesting that she used the word fairness. And that's the question to ask for her. And and bingo, right after I got done writing my piece, I got a call from uh, you guys. And it was it was just interesting how it fell in. So the difference between the House and the Senate right now is the House, Senate want to reduce the corporate income tax from 6 to 3.9% and able to uh, stir economic activity. Uh, that is not in your House plan. And then when it comes to receiving deductions, you're lowering it from 67, which is the, in the Senate plan, to 62, which is in your House plan that just got voted out of committee. By the way, was it a party line vote? It was. All the Republicans voted yes, and all the Democrats voted no. Did the Democrats give any explanation of why they were against it? They did. And I, I will say, Rank, first of all, it's, you know, I'm a regular listener, so it's a good thing you're finally getting through to me uh, because our, our, we were thinking the same thing, so you're doing a good job. Um, the second thing I'll say is, uh, you know, they had all kinds of reasons, but the, the major reason is they don't, they don't support uh, they don't support this large of a tax cut. They say that there's no money in the budget to fund this kind of tax cut. Um, they're wrong. And, you know, no one believes that. Like I said, when I started, it was $57 billion. That was three years ago. The governor proposed $74 billion. There is a lot of money to cut. $1.7 billion should just be the beginning. And uh, they want schemes for uh, their political allies, not a big tax cut for all Michigan families. Right. So what I would like to do, and I, it's my understanding that you'll be able to spend a few more minutes on the other side uh, of this top of the hour break, uh, is to just get into the reasoning via why you decided not to go with the Senate plan, not you, I mean the House, decided not to go with the Senate plan and bring your own plan that is somewhat like the Senate plan. Uh, except for the reducing the corporate income tax rate, as well as the age. You make it younger, people be younger, to get their first 20000 40000 And again, as joint, it would be forty and 80000 of retirement income and earned income tax-free here in the state of Michigan. So is it my understanding, was I told correctly by my staff that you can yes. stay? All right, I appreciate that. If you hold on, I will... Uh, Get back to you at the top of the hour, and then we'll be able to get that difference. What is the difference between that? And I would love to hear from you. So we'll we'll keep State Rep. Paul on for a few more minutes, and then he has to go on his very busy day. And then we 
or I will open the lines open for you guys. What do you think? Do you agree with the governor's plan of targeted pension relief, that being public pensions and some private? Do you agree with the Senate? Or do you agree with the House that just got voted out of committee minutes ago? 269-441-9595. You're listening to The Live with Rank Show. We'll be right back after this. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 